0: Hey everybody, it's Abby here, and I'm here with another interview with a long-term friend of mine, Melissa. We have we go way back to to Maryland days and doing ministry together at Restoration Prayer Center, and I had to bring her on here today because I feel like she's phenomenal. She does a lot of different things, which we'll get into in just a moment. But Mel, I want you to introduce yourself. Can you tell people? I mean, I've already said your name. Tell them your name, kind of like where you're from, and What is that you do?
1: Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Melissa um, Richardson. I'm from originally Jamaica, and then I moved to the States when I was about 13 to New York City, and currently I am an associate professor of biology at Oakwood University, and um, I also do a lot of sewing on the side and make some videos on YouTube for my students or whoever wants to see them. And I take lots of pictures of my clothes,
0: too. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. So if you could just just give us a little bit of a back history. Um, so you said you're an associate professor at Oakwood. Can you can you tell us how you even got to this particular point? What made you have interest in biology or wanted to go into the field that you're in today?
1: So um, I guess while I answer that question, I'll also clarify what I do there <laughs> as well. But um I was just interested in biology from, you know, when I was little, I'd look at my skin and wonder what's under it and, you know, how I work and what's in my belly and where does the food go and how does it come out <laughs> and how's it helped me to be strong? All of those kinds of things, like what's under my skull, you know? And so I always had that type of curiosity um, as a child and so you know i learned that that's related to a subject called biology and so i've always been interested in learning more about biology so um, i went to oakwood for undergrad and um, as part of the biology as well as the music program um, but i focused my major was biology and while I was there, I got um, introduced to research at Johns Hopkins University over two summers. And while I was there, I got to learn a lot more about the brain and how um, light goes through our eyes to our brain to help our bodies keep a timing system called our circadian rhythms. And so um, that exposure during my undergraduate career led to my graduate school career where I also went to Johns Hopkins University and studied Studied um, how light goes to the brain to set these rhythms in our body and then after i graduated and this was when i met abby as well um while i was in maryland for those six years and we had so much fun together and <laughs> we still do and then um after that that's when i started uh, as an assistant professor at oakwood and um, i'm also a research scientist so i've continued studying within the same topic um, trying to see how light affects us. Now my research is more on if you disrupt the light environment. So for example, if you have jet lag, which is an example of disrupting the day-night cycle, or if you have a lot of light exposure during the nighttime, how does um, that affect your mood or your memory? And more recently, I'm also studying the development of light babies in mice and as well as metabolism. So um, that's what I'm focused on now. And also as a professor, um, I teach a lot of different uh, subjects in biology, including neuroscience, developmental biology. That one's fun because we do uh, um, little experiments with sea urchins and chicks and watch them grow and all those types of things in our lab. Um, and I also teach like the freshman students for GenBio um, when they come in. Um, So I got to interact with a lot of students and teach them how to do research and about biology.
0: See, as you can tell, Melissa is a brain and I love it. Um, I remember you telling me about, you know, your research and and things like that. And I was like, jet lag, I need you to fix that because that is is rough. Especially like now that I live overseas, um, coming back to the U.S. and then returning is like, the hardest thing ever. And it takes me like two weeks to get back on track. So that's always been something that I'm always excited to hear uh, more of your discoveries for that. Now, as long as I've known you, you've always had a very creative side as well. Not that biology and stuff like that is not creative because of course you get to explore so many different things, but you actually do a lot of things like with your hands. Like I know you play music. Music and you sew and you know you like to make videos and dance and all of these other things so how with your particular career do you continue to uh develop and nurture your creative side as as your outlet
1: a general thing that i have is um i think you know my life is short you know hopefully not too short but we have a limited time on earth and all of us and i think it should be spent doing things that you love to do and things that make you smile and things that make you happy. And I don't think it's just one thing. You know, like a lot of times, I think growing up kids get the idea of, okay, you got to pick one career or adults get that idea and you have to stick to it and do do anything else and spend, you know, 85, 90 percent of your time focused on getting that done. Yes, that works for a lot of people. And sure, if that's what you want to do, that's okay. But I like more than one thing in life and I think I should do those more than one things. (laughs) And so um, I love biology and I also love the arts, you know, in different ways, um, I love sewing, and um, I started sewing mostly because, um, well, I'm 5'10", and based on how like my clothes to fit, sometimes it's hard to find in the store, and so I started sewing for that reason, and just trying it out, and I mean, I sew like little doll clothes when I was a girl, um, but when growing up, I just kept trying and trying and trying, and now it's something like I do every year for the last almost 12 years now.
0: and and let me just mention that she's she doesn't it's not just things that she does for like a hobby clearly you don't sew like girls clothing or like doll clothing anymore but uh, you know and i'll I'll show some some different you know screenshots of the things that you created but even the piece that you're wearing
1: right now like you sewed that yourself i got this from my friend um basira she she got this one i think she was visiting Ghana or Nigeria, I forgot. Sorry, but that's where she got this cloth and she gave it to me. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> so my my question is, when
0: I I love the fact that you said that you enjoy a lot of things in your life and you feel like you should be able to do them. And and I think that that's a great point that we put so many things off or we wait for a certain time before we can enjoy those things. And you taking the opportunity to do them honestly, while we are still here great. Um, is great. Is there anything outside of just the pure enjoyment and participating in these things that you're doing? Like, uh, do you have a, a dream to, like, have a clothing store, anything like that, or is this just something that that you just simply, like, just like to do?
1: so that's another thing too that um, is important to me is to make an impact on others and there are many ways you can do that um you can do that through like inspiring people you can do that through donating money or time or talent to those around you um, or you know, this information that you found, like as a researcher, and so um, doing these things—not just for me to do it and just for me to smile—it's for me to share. And so, um, part of my um, career as a professor is to share information and to help others to make an even bigger impact on the world through science. And when it comes to the sewing, yeah, I started it because I just wanted clothes that fit me right, but. <laughs> It's come to now the point where I'm thinking that, you know, um, maybe I could try to help others who have similar interests as me to grow. So people who like both the arts um, in some way, as well as the sciences and try to support and inspire people like that. And I'm still crafting what that might look like, um, but yes, um, that is something I want to do on a, like a larger scale. Um, when it comes to like combining my science and my art, just like how I have my seams and science, you know, channels and all. <laughs> so I'm trying to like make that like I guess more impactful.
0: Yeah, and I have to connect you with um, somebody else I went to high school with, who's actually a doctor as well, and so as well and it's been doing very well so i'm i'm going to connect you all on facebook because I, I was just like oh wow that that was that was very good her name is secure so I'll, I'll i'll hook you all up like you know i think that that will be dope um okay so the the biggest thing that that you know the, the world has been impacted by covid so much that i'm not really sure how it impacted you and the way that you teach or the way that you do it but can you like how, what did you do what First of all, what did you do during COVID? Like, how did it affect your, your, your you know, teaching career? But then also, what did it, if it gave you an opportunity to do anything, like, what did you do to pass
1: the time? Yeah. So for me, um, and, you know, I feel kind of bad for saying this, but of course, not really, but kind of. Um, so where I feel kind of bad, COVID was horrible, is horrible. And, you know, a lot of people lost their lives and families and jobs.
0: Excuse this quick interruption, but I have to stop here and make sure I give a shout out to Anchor. It's been the easiest way for me to make a podcast, and it has been free. That's right, I said free. It's a free creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Minimum setup required. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast and more. Make sure you go and download that Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started today.
1: ...and way of life and all of those things. But for me, actually, I was able to do a lot more with my time (laughs) during COVID. And that's where I'm like, I had an opposite feeling, you know, compared to that. Um, And so during COVID, when it comes to teaching, um, I... There was this like flexible kind of schedule for teaching so um, mostly we're not in the classroom as much, you know, teaching online mostly, um, days were more flexible. The way instruction was, um, relayed to students was more flexible. So um, I was able to actually record a lot of my videos ahead of time. And when I met with students, it was more of like a review, I had quizzes based on what I said already in the videos. And so that saved me a lot of like class time of explaining everything because it's on a video. <laughs> and. Um, so I got more time to do other things, um, but still, the students, I think, actually got more information than they probably normally would get um, with the new setup that I was able to do. Um, yes, yeah, so I think it made my teaching better because I was able to, you know, find new ways to go about it. And I think there were better ways in general um, with my time now. I was actually able to do probably four times as much research as I normally did, and um, uh, two two papers were published in the fall. I wrote two more that I submitted in the spring, and I'm writing one right now, (laughs) which is probably whatever times one, five times one more than usual. (laughs) So, um, you know that that really took off a lot for me. during COVID time, just being able to focus and get a lot more things done that way. Um, yeah, I mean, and that was mostly during the school year. And so the summer doesn't count because I'm off and I usually just do what I want to anyways in the summer. But during the school year, I really got to do a lot more, a lot more of that. That's awesome.
0: Um... So, yeah, this is this is just a quick one. Honestly, like when we do these things, it's just highlighting different. This like just some of the amazing things that you all get to do. Now, also as I mentioned earlier to you before we started recording, that so many educators we do so many great things, but a lot of times we're just we're only viewed through this, you know, the the spectrum of the profession. We're only seen as teacher or coach. If if it's me or professor, or doctor for you, and and we don't really get to highlight and live out those different things that we do and enjoy you know pretty much teachers only get to do what they want during the summertime and that's even if we get the you know by the time we start school school is we put everything to the side to focus on how we can serve our our community how we can serve our students so um like I like I said to you early like um you know if you can give some tips to anybody be an educator be it a student be it Uh, a normal person who, who is just looking, I don't even know. Do you have three tips that you can give people just in general on, I guess, like maybe how to enjoy more of their life or how to find something that they're interested or passionate about and put it to good use?
1: Yeah. And so one of my first, the first tip I have, I kind of probably said this already um, is that, you know, I have one life to live. You have one life to live. Do what you love to do. This is not the only thing. And yes, you need careers and ways to make a living. Yes, but you should definitely incorporate doing what you love to do. Um, Don't spend all your time slaving away at a job you hate or, you know, just, you know, going through life hoping that in 20, 30 years it will be better. You know, you're here today. Be happy and enjoy today doing something. Even if you have to sacrifice some what your time for a career now and it gets better later, hopefully find some point of the day where you're doing something you like to do. So that's what I say. Um, and another thing, my second tip is try to make a difference in the world. Um, I think just growing up as kids, um, a lot of times, you know, you're catered to by your parents and everybody around you, but um, some kids are more outgoing anyways. They're more giving from a young age as well, but I think everyone benefits you as well as others if what you do is trying to help others. It's very rewarding, so whatever you're doing, try to make a difference in the world and the people who are around you. Um, and the third tip I have is don't forget that you are special and that the world needs you and that, you know, sometimes it's easy, I think, to think that, oh, somebody else is doing this, or, you know, if I don't do it, everybody will be fine. It's okay. They don't need me anyways, you know, but the way that you think and the way that, Um, how you put your skill set together and how it's presented is special and different and important compared to everybody else's. And so don't diminish those um, aspects of who you are. Um, Always remember that and try to give as much of yourself as possible because we need to see it.
0: Please, please, please share with us the various ways that we can follow you or get in contact with you or you know seeing more of the awesome designs or even learning more about the things that you uh teach um at your university or if somebody needs some help with some biology uh this teach uh like tips and everything like that uh, what avenues can we find more information provided by you
1: okay so there are two main ways um one of them is well actually three. Forgot one. It's a YouTube seams and science, and that seams as in S E A M um, S and science. And on there, I have a couple of videos, you know, about my my sewing, but mostly it's about um, the science part. And so I have tips for students who. Um, just like how to go about like studying and success type of tips on um, there. Are some videos on that. Um, I have a couple of fun videos for those who want a little laugh. <laughs> Um, and that's mainly what you'll find on there right now, but it's a growing channel so more seams and science related materials to come in the future um on my Instagram it's also seams in science and that's where you'll find pictures of my clothes um some of them to come <laughs> in the near future. and I also have a blog um Seams in science if you go look there. I'm on LinkedIn, too, under Melissa E.S. Richardson (laughs) if you just want to connect professionally and even see uh, some of my publications there.
0: Oh, yes. Thank you for that. Definitely. um, I can't say that I read it all, but, you know, I I get the information. You tell me the the short and sweet of it all. But um, I will definitely be linking all of that information Um, in the description to to see more. I can't wait to see more of your designs or I don't know what you're going to do if
1: people reach out and say,
0: girl, I want that top. Make me one (laughs) and things like that.
1: FYI, people last year actually made, that's what I forgot to say. Last year made a lot of things for and did a lot of um, designs for people that could share some of the fun ones that i did um one person had me like remake the complete top of their dress because it was too small and i remade it to a bigger top <laughs> and another person had a pants that was too tight and like i made it bigger by like inserting some designs on the side <laughs> <laughs> and then of course I made masks and made curtains and all kinds of random things but yeah last year was fun for sewing for others too almost forgot to do that <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing
0: Well, if I haven't told
1: you lately Melissa I love
0: you and I'm so proud of you and I'm thankful that you come to talk to me and I can't wait to, to see you in person when I can get back over there and we can spend some time together um, but thank you so much for your time And I will see you soon.
1: Yes. I still owe you a visit. You come whenever you want. Come whenever you want. One day. One day. I've been literally thinking about it all the time. One day. I will. Okay.
0: Thank you all so much for watching this episode with me and my friend, Melissa. Um, She's amazing. Please go ahead and follow her. Um, like I said before, if you know of any unicorns, people that you know, if it's you yourself that have a spectacular talent, maybe you're an educator and you do something else. Maybe you just have another profession. People didn't know that you sing or that you do comedy or what, or what have you. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Go ahead and DM me or drop a comment below with more things that you'd like to see and or hear from me, and I will talk to you all soon.